Want to know something about your internet service provider? Your internet service provider is probably not going to tell you, like definitely not going to tell you. Yes. They know every single website you visit. And speaking for this room, it's some very creepy websites. I don't need anybody knowing my business. I don't need anybody watching what I do in the bathroom. They might get the wrong idea, Michael. Or they might get the right idea. Either way, they don't need to know. That's Mike's time. That's Jason's time. That's not my internet service provider's time. And what's it's not just they're spying on you. It's they're taking the information and then they're selling it to people. People are making money off of your information. Are they cutting you in? Did you ever get a check from your internet service provider because of what they're doing to you nefariously? I sure haven't. Nefariously is a cool word. It's evil, but with more syllables. Rap bastards. That's right. That's why you need ExpressVPN to create a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so your online activity, your activity, can't be seen by anyone else. You don't want to see it. Secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash Ellis today. That's VPN. Dot com slash LSA in school. You can get an extra three months free. Oh, cool. Uh, expressvpn.com slash Alice, everyone. Hey, everybody. Jason talking about on it again. Um, since the pandemic, there was definitely some uh, sections of my life where I was no longer going to the gym anymore. And thanks to all the kettlebells and maces, I make up workouts. I used to say to people, go to honor.com and look at their the way they can swing bats and maces. And, you, you know, you buy one, you get a big discount if you use my promo code, honor.com slash Alice. Uh, but you can do those or you can just do your own. I make up ones. I don't know if they even work, but it brings a sweat. I get a pump. I believe I'm actually, you know, I believe I've invented several new ways to, to spin maces around in the sauna. I'm pretty excited about it. So if you guys want to check it out, get fit and stay fit because it's in your house. You can do it whenever you got time, 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever. Just start swinging those things around. Plenty of supplements as well. As well, And uh, yeah, shout out to Honor if, if you guys want to show some support. Honor.com slash Ellis. Thanks, guys. musical plugs that proper singers have you know when someone's singing and it's off and they touch their earpiece oh yeah like miley cyrus and shit you should do just do it without the plugs i think the motion will just get you there if you're like if you go like oh, oh. <laughs> I hit my fucking head on the show. <laughs> 
feel like your chair moved back. I know. Yeah, it's got me all discombobulated. But if you just plug one ear and you go like, I think it'll get you there. Right. Well, singing, we have a singer here. We have a guest. Yeah, we should ask him. This is Toby Morrison. <laughs> You're a professional singer and have been your whole life. Most of my life. But not, I don't know how professional I am or I'm, how, how much of a singer I am, but yeah. Well, and yeah, because you're try. A punk. Yeah. But so can I have a question? Guys, can, do you do that intro every time? Do you sing yeah, that every time? Yeah. You never thought about recording and just keep playing it? Right? No. No, because <laughs> it's amazing. I might get better at it. <laughs> and you're talking about in-ear monitors. Those are sick. Thank that, you. That's what those musician, are. Yeah. In-ear monitors. Which I've never used. I've tried before, but it was, you can't feel the energy. It's hard to have that. Just it's, everything's like that. And you want to hear yourself. It's hard to hear the band and get the energy behind. It's really hard, uh, especially if you're if you jump around like I do and run back and forth, dive in the crowd. If I just stood there, oh, with they're the mic, coming it, out for sure. Yeah, it'd be different. Right. You're pretty sick singer. That was pretty intense. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's always gonna say nice stuff. No, I'm serious. Anyway, I try to sing. I, I mean, I'm you know I try to sing, but I was yeah. never like a professional trained person. You know. You never got lessons. Um. At one point, I did because I was blowing my voice. I knew it because that's the lesson that. <laughs> that is worth getting for everybody that if you sing consistently, you're going to blow your voice out. Totally. So if you start doing like nine, 10, 15, 20 shows in a row, right. you have to learn where to sing from. So it was this lady, Melissa Cross in Manhattan, and the thing's called Screaming in Zen. You can look her up. She's done every metal from Lamb of God to every What's band. her name? Melissa Cross. That's yeah. who you did. That's who I did. What? <laughs> That's my homie. That's crazy. Yeah, serious? she's the best. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you know. Yeah, because that was my... One question was because I we had a band and there was uh, rehearsals and I would not be in the <laughs> band until we had a gig and then we'd rehearse for a week and by the end of the week I had no voice because I didn't sing correctly. Yeah. And, and the craziest headaches and shit for the first couple of days because I'd do it, uh, I'd get better as the week went on. Yeah. But the first couple of days I was doing it so incorrectly that it would trash me for the rest of the week. Yeah. So I always wanted to figure out how to do that without hurting myself. Yeah. How'd you find her? She came on the show. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. Long. She's been on the show a couple of times, right? Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah. I love her, man. She's she's the greatest. Toby, was there a, a specific like H2O show that you remember calling for the inner earpiece? Like it was such a big venue where that it was offered and you're like, all right, I'll give this a shot. I think it was when, for one second out of 26 years in this band, that we want to try to be professional. <laughs> because in punk rock, like, we, you really, you know, like my friends, we started the band because we want to start a band. Like, we weren't professional musicians. We just wanted to, like, we had something to say. We wanted to be part of the, you know, the scene. And so, yeah, but then at one point, you play so much, you start getting shows opening up for bigger bands and bigger audiences. And I think, like, kind of want to step it up and become, like, a real band and be tighter and sound. We Because we have three-part harmonies. We have two guys playing guitar, they're both singing. So yeah, so took vocal lessons and then we tried those. We, we, got, our, we got our ears get, get fitted for them and then we tried it out for a couple of shows. I just, I wasn't having it, man. And it was just on a bigger tour. I was just trying to be fresh, but it wasn't us. Yeah. You know? None of, nobody in your band wears them. No. It didn't work for any of you. No. It's crazy. My, my brother's in the offspring, so he probably does that now. It's a different level. But he didn't at the start. Not in H2O, thing? but he's in a different band now. So on that level, Your Offspring. in the Offspring? Yeah. What does he play? Plays guitar. No, he plays bass now. He's, he's, but what he's, was he playing in Offspring? He was playing guitar on the Offspring, and then they got rid of their original bass player, and he became the full-time member bass player. But he's was been there he, for 10 years. Was he oh, wow. a bass? What, what is he? What he turned he, a bass player at 50 years old. He's been a guitar player so his whole life. So he was a guitar life. player? Yeah. 
And they were like, we want you to play we bass. Want you to be, we want you to make you official member, but you're going to take place of the bass player. And so he was that, like, yeah, fine. Yeah, because he loves them. He's with them 10 years. They treat him. It's, it's a great crew over there, you know? Did they get like some other guitarist that's hot shit or something? Um, I, I don't know. He was, he was like, he was, he played in the, he was in the back. He was, they had three guitar players. So he was playing in the oh, back. Oh, like a little podium thing he was standing on. Wait, there was three guitar? Yeah. So there were people in the band that weren't in the music videos? Yeah, he's only been there for 10 years, so. Yeah. I thought Offspring was like four people. Mm. Well, there, there was always, I mean, don't call me, there's always somebody in the back, like playing keyboards in the back or something. He wasn't up front. Now he's yeah. up front. Now he's the bass player. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. And he probably wears those because they're super f- professional. Understandably. Yeah. And they don't jump into the, he probably doesn't no. jump into the crowd no, with his bass guitar on. No, yeah. So that would help as well. I yeah. know from those, I had those earpieces uh, for car racing. Mm. Mm. They they did help because it's so fucking loud out there. And when the spider's telling you stuff, I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Like I'd put, I'd put my finger on the earpiece yeah. or try to push the helmet and be like, what? And there's a button you have to press to talk to him. And I'm like, that is a lot. Like yeah. and oftentimes I feel like he would try and tell me something that was important to know right then. Mm-hmm. And if it was already gone, if I go, what? And then he tells me that information was is no longer useful. Yeah. So I got those and they they did help, but I didn't. But they still, I could feel sometimes they'd loosen up and then you'd be fucked. It would come out and I can't hear anything. You get all sweaty and shit. Like it's, yeah. So every time somebody puts their finger to the ear when they're singing, they have one of those things in? Or do you think it's no, like- No, no, no. Um, there's two two things. You can have the monitor, but there's also, if you think you're out of key, if you put your finger over your ear, you can hear your voice in your head better. True. Oh, okay. So that's like a thing that you that singers probably do. I don't know if it was like that sure thing in, in um, Tropic Thunder when Ben Stiller is like firing the gun and he's got his hand out holding the imaginary belt of bullets. Like, <laughs> oh, like yeah, Rambo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah. And you see sometimes in the award shows where some people just they rip it out and have it hanging there because maybe it's off. There's something's weird it's about fucking it. fucking with them, right? Yeah. I always thought sometimes they touch it because they want the guy on the monitor that they're, they're trying to tell him something's wrong. I see that sometimes. Yeah. I'm like he, he or she is not adjusting. She's notifying someone, hey, it's I'm too loud or I'm something, you know? Wow, I never thought about that. You're probably right. Like, hey, this so is I, sign- I feel this like is- I've seen people bitch before where they're trying to bitch, but also they're doing a show in front of people. So it's, you know, you don't want to tell yeah. the crowd that you can't fucking hear yeah. shit. Yeah. They only know this This means, yeah. Yeah. It's true. I, th- it's I think I've, true. I've done it a few times where I might, you know, I'll be, because I'm less professional. I'm just like, uh, I'll do that, <laughs> which means turn it up. Mm. I do that for the monitor guy. Like, hey, like that. Right. Monitor's up. Yeah. So how many years? 20? 26. And if you, like, are you slowing down right now or are you? Mm. Um, as for the past two years, yes. We played like seven shows. All of our tours from like 2020 20, 20 got moved to next, this summer. So you're so, back it, in it this summer. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You don't know. You because know? of other shit. Yeah. Right? But yeah, I mean, we, we've been going. This is the longest I've been home at home with my wife for like ever since we've been married. Like two years straight. So like, it's crazy, man. Do you like that? No, I do love it because I have my son. I love it. Yeah. Like I, I'm very lucky. I've been married 25 years. So like, but my wife says the reason we've been together for so long is because I would leave and come home. <laughs> she could get rid of me to go on tour. So now it's just like, it's weird when everything just stops, you know? Because we're doing it so so much. So you're like a road guy, usually. Yeah. Like a lot of your year is 
On the road. Yeah. And I was lucky because I had my wife with me for the first 10 years before I had my son. So we traveled the world together. She was selling merchandise. Oh, so I'm shit. super lucky. And then we had him and then started bringing him on tour. And he was a baby. Took him to Japan a couple of times and everywhere. He's been traveling with us since he was young. But you schooled? Um, no, this is when he was super young. We took him. So when he got to school yeah. age, then she had to stay. Yeah, exactly. So then I'm leaving my wife and my son. That made it super hard because I'm, I'm a super emo dad, you know? <laughs> you mean um, you care about your children yeah you know, i'm just yeah i hate i love playing music but i just hate leaving you know what i mean i hate yeah. the whole process of going to the airport just getting on the plane once i'm there with my band and you know how long do you go on the road before you come back i mean, we used to do like when i didn't have a sound like six to eight nine weeks a couple months at a time have a couple days off go back on tour again on the warp tour back and forth like it was no it was gnarly man we, we grinded so hard in the beginning yeah you had to and now and you now, don't have to. No, now we can just go and play 10 shows here and there. We go. So we have like 26 shows. This is a crazy one. We got 26 shows in a row, no days off this July coming in Europe. And I love that. I love just going and like having no days off. Do you make a lot of money out of it? Mm, you, ne you never made, we never made a lot of money from it, but you make the most money out of touring and merchandise. Do you like but, money? Not really. Seems like that. I really don't, to be so honest. I feel like out of anybody, I know we're, I have a weird friends, thing about it. But yeah. it seems like you know everybody that's ever been successful <laughs> in the world. And 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 you and you and it seems like you've also arranged a lot of meetings between other celebrities meeting each other and making millions of dollars in the process. And you don't seem like you want any part of that. You just want them to uh, unite and be <laughs> successful. You're a fucking weird guy. I, 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 like, lo I love connecting people. I, it seems like I, that. I, I love that. I love connecting awesome people with awesome people. I just love that. I love like all my diverse group of friends to do all kinds of cool things, you know? Is but, it odd to organize all these people who obviously seem pretty invested in being successful, which comes along with trying to make a lot of money and you're yeah. not, I mean, you want to be successful, but yeah. you're way more in tune with what makes me happy. Yeah, what makes and me you're like yeah. if I get all the money in the world, that's not going to make me happy. But yeah. I, these people seem to get off on it, so I'm helping them. Yeah, I mean, I, we own our house. I'm happily married. I have an awesome son. I do what I love. I play music. I podcast. I have my merchandise. I'm comfortable. I, I'm, health is super important. I'm got healthy. A children's book. Got a children's book. It is dropped. Yeah. So like, I, I, for me, success is just is 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 happiness. It's not. Yeah. It's, not it's not finance. You know what I mean. So and I've yeah. been. And I'm very lucky to do what I love still. So. Yeah, I just, I, I've always been like that, always connecting people and lacing. My, if somebody gives me free shit, I give them free shit. I just love spreading. I don't know. I've been like that. It's always been like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, always. What triggered this? Or I don't you know. Always, when you were a kid, were you, were you like that? Uh, I can't remember. Not, not really. I mean, maybe. Now, probably when I got out of high school and moved to New York by myself, started meeting all these people and, you know. And somebody was very positive around that era because it rubbed off. Yeah. For sure. The people that took me under the wings in the New York hardcore scene, they took me in. I was sleeping on couches all throughout Queens and different bands and roadie and stuff. Everybody took me under the wing. And hardcore scene is pretty positive. It, yeah. I mean, I connected to the positive side of it because there is some hard, you know, street. Angry hard, people. Yeah. yeah that, that are my friends as well. But, yeah. but I, didn't, I didn't grow up the way they grew up. I come from a different place. So like, but I love their music. But I also love bands like Seven Seconds and Minor Threat and Descendants and these bands who had these melodies and these really amazing lyrics that were singing about things that nobody was singing about. Man, Seven Seconds. Do you I know used, Seven Seconds? Yeah, you I know used that. to listen to Seven Seconds oh. when I was 
when I first started skateboarding, that was one of the first bands I was into. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't even know who they are. Like, I don't know what they look like. I just know that you know, I had a tape, seven seconds. So I listened to the yeah. tape over and over again. Yeah. I think that and like suicidal tendencies might have been dude. around about that time as well. Yeah. But I was probably like 15 mm -hmm. into that shit. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> we were talking about punk the other day. You like the aggressive, angry shit. And for me, yeah, Sex Pistols was dope, but I didn't know what a Bullock was. I didn't know about the UK. You know, their first record, I loved it, but I, I couldn't relate to what they were talking about. Right. And to me, punk rock was almost like, you know, fuck your parents and anarchy and all this shit. But I love my mom. She raised three boys on her own when my dad died. So I had love for my, I couldn't relate to like all the fuck, all this shit, you know? So then yeah. I found hardcore and hardcore to me was like, let's just not complain about shit. Let's actually do something and make a difference. Yeah. And so a lot of the hardcore bands are talking about animal rights and straight edge and veganism and, you know, changing the world. And that's the shit I really connected to. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today to tell you about the wonders of Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens, AG1. Everybody wants to be healthier, take care of themselves. Uh, sometimes your lifestyle is just too busy and it's hard to prep a gigantic meal uh, that's healthy and gets you all the vitamins you need. You need some vitamins. And how are you going to get those, Jason? Athletic Greens. That's right. Just one tasty scoop of HE1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more vitamins and minerals in one convenient daily serving. The special blend of high-quality, bioavailable ingredients in a scoop of AG1. AG1. Work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. Gaps. Support energy and focus. Focus. Aid with gut health. Gut health. And digestion and support a healthy immune system, effectively replacing multiple products or pills with one healthy, delicious drink. My tummy feels nice. <laughs> to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D. And five free travel packs. Travel packs! With your first purchase, if you visit athleticgreens.com slash J-E-S today. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash J-E-S. Take control of your health. Give AG1 a try. Manscaped are fantastic people. They make fantastic products. I've been using them a lot lately since they've become a sponsor. And I'm a man who is quite clumsy. I'm a magnet for stupid. I've had some bad experiences um, trimming my babushka, to put it, to put it uh, delicately. So gross. I've gotten nicked. I've gotten sliced. And it ruins your day. And it's horrifying. So far, my track record with using Manscaped products, the, the groomer, the buzzer, they have these razors that I don't know how they do it, but I have not nicked myself yet. Knock on wood. I feel like a babushka is like Elizabeth Taylor's vagina. That's what I look like when I'm not using Manscaped. Like mid-80s, teased. Yeah, it's weird to call you. You have a babushka. Not anymore, he doesn't. Right. Nope. I shave my toes with it. That's great. Very versatile products. Yep. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Ellis at Manscaped. 
manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code Ellis. It's a new year. No pubes in 2022 with Manscaped. Get out of here, pubes. Do you like hate breed? Yeah, it was my boys, yeah. Yeah, because what's is it? What's his name? Jamie Josta. Jamie awesome. Josta was sweetheart, man. When I had the show on Sirius, I met him a few times. And he at, at first it kind of annoyed me because he's like, you know what you could do? And I was like, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. You know, like, who the fuck is this guy who's mm-hmm. got all the answers? So I like was a little off put for a second, but then yeah. I listened to his music and I'm like, oh. You're like a motivative guy. Totally. Like, everybody you bump into, you're going to motivate them because that's your fucking thing. It is. And he he told me I should start a podcast. And he sent me my focus, right, which I still use. He sent that to me. He goes, you need a podcast. He was pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. So he's the reason why I started one because of him. Because hey, he's been in it for ages. Yeah, right? hey. totally. Yeah. How long ago did you uh, did you start yours? I want, I want, uh, maybe two years. So during the pandemic. Before the pandemic, actually. Oh, right, right before? Yeah, I have like 150 episodes out now. Yeah, yeah. So do you feel like when stuff goes back to normal and you're touring like you used to, will you be able to fit in both? Yeah, I, I don't know if it's ever going to go back to normal touring, to be honest. And I don't know if I want to go that hard at 51 years old. You know what I mean? I'm comfortable right now. But I also don't want to get too comfortable because that's not good either. Yep. You know? So like... We'll see. We'll see how it comes. You know, we had several shows this year. Some it's weird because now there's this thing where kids are buying tickets, but then the day of the show, there's like this percentage of people that aren't even coming. Why? But, but they want to support you, not oh, get a refund, shit. give you the money, but they don't feel like going out to it because they're not sure about what it's the vibes right now. It's interesting. No shit. It's happening to all the bands, all the tours. So then you have a sold out show that doesn't look sold out. Yeah. I had a sold Appreciate out. Appreciate the help, but also exactly. fuck, that's really <laughs> bumming me out. <laughs> so I, I booked a 50th birthday show in New York. It sold out. I had two nights in 20, what year would that be? 2020 was supposed to be my birthday show. And then it got moved and we just played it in 2021. But people had waited a year to see the show. But So by the time the show came, we had all these people not coming. It was crazy. We had a great show, but it was missing a couple hundred tickets per night. Yeah. Because it... it your life changed, people's lives changed crazy in one yeah. year, man. Yeah, if you're on the fence. Yeah. You know, and people going out, get, you know, people have life, you know, it interferes with a lot of things. A lot happens you, in a year. Put, I could get fucking sick. Totally. And die on the top of it. Yeah. It's definitely. So, yeah. It's, it's a different, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to, we'll see what happens, you know. But you think that this is a forever thing, it sounds like to you. I just don't know how it's going to change music and what the rules will be in different country, different states. It's all different, man. You know, I hear different rules in Germany and we're supposed to go to do a UK tour in April. I'm stoked about that, but I'm not going to get too stoked until it's like announced. I have plane. T- I'm not going to think about it. That's right. one thing that I learned during the pandemic is like not to stress about things I have no control over. That's well, what it really taught me that. I'm glad the pandemic helped you. Helped and that, somebody. And that, I'm saying in that way though, because I kept stressing about all these shows and this and that, like I can't, I have no control over that shit, you know? Yeah, I feel like I learned that from uh, pitching TV shows. Mm. That was the big one for me where I was like, oh, it's, nothing's really for real until it's like actually happening. Yeah. Because it's, uh, you know, I mean, oh, we're, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're not doing it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going there in my head anymore. I'm just going to be like, yeah, it sounds good. I would love to be a part of that if it happens. No, Jason, it's happening. I'm like, good. Mm-hmm. I'll look forward to it when it does happen then. Yeah, but I never think it. it's in the bank. Yeah. I just... Because in my I can't imagine all that stress. And, yeah, the excitement for it too, you know? Because I've had that. I've had it where it's done. I was taught green lit 
and I'm like, and I think in the same week, my the show got cancelled. Damn. I'm like, what's green lit? It's like it's a done deal. And I'm like, so we're done. It's a done deal. Yeah, man. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and green lit before you sign anything. Uh, did they say yeah, green? I've had two that were green oh, okay. and didn't happen. One, the Fuel TV show. Oh yeah, that I told you about. Yeah. And then it turned. Then somebody bought Fuel TV, mm-hmm. so they were like, "Yeah, we don't want that show." So that was it. Damn. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be the same thing with like you know trying out for movies or different roles and stuff too. Getting stoked on that. Those man. guys get rejected all day. Yeah, man. Until you're like hot shit, it's just constant. That, that's yeah. even worse I, I, i'm not an actor but i i had an agent when i was a pro skateboarder that got me into stuff like that where i i, I ended up asking not to be a, a part of that because yeah i wasn't worthy of auditioning i didn't act i yeah. don't i can't read yeah like all these things that you're putting me <laughs> yeah. the, the craziest one was a drill sergeant remember the guy Dang. from remember the guy What's the fucking movie, the famous movie where the dude shoots himself, the oh, war movie? Oh, um, Arlie Ermey from Full Metal Jacket? Full Metal yeah, Jacket, the, the, yeah. the old guy that's like, you know, private fuckface or whatever. Hard, you know, yeah. All the things that he says. Yeah. They wanted me to do that guy's part and <laughs> put like old makeup on me. <laughs> what? And they go, yeah, try and be like this guy. So he's doing it, but they wanted me to be him. Like, if I could, then they'd I'd take the role. And I'm, Holy shit. I'm like, this, what? Go and pile guy like do that. Yeah, I can't do that guy. I'm not. I'm Australian. Yeah. Like there's so many things wrong with that. And they're like, just try it. So now I'm just trying to be that guy in front of like four people in a camera in a room. I, I can see like, you being a badass guy like that though in a role. I can see that. I couldn't. Acting is not a. a, a you know, it's a lot. It's like comedy. I feel like at first I did not understand what it was that you were doing. Mm-hmm. Acting is like uh, yeah, I'll say the words. No, can you say it a different way? No. No, I can't. I don't even understand the question. <laughs> I'm saying it. That's all you're going to get. Did you, know? you did you have lines at Mall Cop? Yes, and they were in the deleted scenes on DVD. Oh, shit. And then you got someone replaced you in ADR. You got dubbed yeah. over. Oh, yeah, I even went there and did the voiceover, and uh-huh. someone did the voiceover over my voiceover because it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, but you get paid for lines, though. Let's see. I did. In there, yes, I, did. I got paid a lot of money because I did my own stunts. So I had a fight with Kevin James. Oh, that's right. He told in me the that. tanning booth. And he told me, he's like, you're going to be pumped. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're doing your own stunts. And I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, you'll see. And I was like, okay. I didn't really think much of it. And then the check for that was like five times bigger than all the other ones. I was like, oh. Damn. Because yeah. we, we, we had to, because he trained MMA as well. That's how I got the gig. His friend, Ryan Parsons, was my coach. Okay. And he was like, oh, you want a skateboard? It looks tough. I got a guy at the gym right now. And all of a sudden, I was on this list that I shouldn't have been on. All these other skateboarders had auditioned. They knew yeah. what the movie was about. They knew their roles. I showed up, and they're like, do you have your skateboard? I was like, yeah, why? <laughs> I did not know that I was skateboarding the entire time. And that's a, that was a big movie too, man. It was number one in the country for two weeks. Wow. So it worked out. And Mike Vallely's in both those? He was just in part one. No, I could tell. It, rooftop. Rick Thorne. Oh, Rick Thorne, that's right. Um, and 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 MV, they were all, they were all friends with the with the with the director. Gotcha. And they broke down, and they were doing lunches after the filming, and I was going back to this broken down shoe store to do the Jason L show every day. Mm. So I never saw them. I one time I went out to one thing with them, and I was like, oh, this looks fun. You yeah. guys have probably been having a good time because I was in Boston for three months, I think. Wow. 
living at the W. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But it was also very lonely because I just went there, did my thing, and then I had to leave immediately to go do the Jason Ellis show yeah. or get ready for the Jason Ellis show, whatever the fuck it was. It was just seemed, <laughs> it seemed like I was just in there a lot. Yeah. And then they'd be socializing. When I was done with the show, I'd go back to my room. So I never fa- – and I could tell they were networking. Yeah. And I was still on that path of I don't know you, so I'm not kissing your ass. I don't yeah. want to fucking know you. If you want me to come out, you got to ask me. Or I'm not coming out. I'm not trying to socialize. So yeah. that ended. My acting career was. <laughs> that was they it. were like, yeah, note to self, don't hire him. Like that guy's <laughs> not even like, where was he? But I don't know. I, you still I getting also, punched in the face in movies? Am I? No, you got it in chips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but see, that's getting punched in the face. Yeah. If you want to get somebody. Yeah. If you want to punch someone in the face in a movie, I'm really good at that. You you're you're the guy me. to hit? Yeah, because you can really do it. Mm. I said to Dax, and this is how we became friends, I was in a, a trailer for 12 hours. So I'm already <laughs> pissed. Yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. about the movie. I don't want to be an actor. <laughs> I'm already well aware I don't have any chops for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fucking, what the fuck is going on? They finally call me in there, and I go into this room, and I've already got a shitty attitude. And Dax <laughs> is like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, you enjoying yourself? And I was like, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> and he could tell that I didn't care to be there. And he's like, who doesn't care about being, you know I mean? Like, I'm giving you a shot. And I'm like, yeah. shot for what? Like, just punch me in the face. And then I said, I was like, you better make a fucking count, dude. I ain't fucking waiting 12 hours in a trailer for no reason. Damn. And he was like, all right. And he had like a glove on that had uh, that carbon fiber on the knuckles. Okay. So, yeah, he punched me in the face pretty good. Holy shit. And that was it. And I was like, bye. <laughs> and then he messaged me like, I want to be on your show. And I was like, why? Why would you want to know me? <laughs> He's the one who got you that part, though? Fuck yeah. Wow. Well, actually, no. Um, Dave Castillo, who owns uh, Asterix Ast- Knee Braces, Moto Guy, and a stuntman, like okay. a professional stuntman, who's good friends with Dax. And Dax is like, I'm going to punch you in the face. And he's like, no, you're not. And he's mm. like, do you know anybody? And he's like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then he called me and I was like, hell yeah, you can punch me in the face. So That's the that same was- with the same with the mall cop. You're the guy to call. Yeah. The badass fighter. Skater. That's why I think I'd be good in John Wick because you could just Ooh. punch me in the face a lot and then cool. That'd be sick to have you in there. Yeah. I know they're making another one too. They're going to keep making them probably, but. Why not? I know. They're great. It's so good, dude. Yeah. Like, I can't. That's one of those ones where it's like, you know, uh, like six, seven. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Let's yeah. go watch it. I could definitely see you getting killed by Keanu. Right? And you've already got combat experience. So you could be one of the guys that puts up a little bit of a fight. Mm. A couple of blocks before I get hit in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not you just getting Check, check. Whack, whack. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to. I would love to do that stuff. The whole acting thing. I can tell there's like a lot of other work in that, and I just don't have the bug. You know, like acting. I mean, sorry, comedy. I have the bug. I yeah. want to do it. I want to learn. I think about it. Yeah, but acting. I'm, I. I never felt the urge to. I. I you know. I, I was. I wasn't doing well at the start, so I shot myself mm-hmm. immediately. I was yeah. like, Oh, you're not natural at this. You would have been good on Oz. Oz. I said, Watch that. That's Oz right. was sick. Yeah, that, that was a good show. Yeah. yeah. A lot of friends who got to be on it because we were tatted up and stuff. Yeah. Right. Have you ever um, made the foray into acting? No. 
No? I never have. No have desire or just never I was never asked. asked. No. Huh. No. I really wasn't. No. I'll, I'll be down to try it for sure, you know? I could see you getting killed by John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll be down to that You should fight too. John Wick on a mini ramp, you fucking madman. Oh, that'd this be guy, sick. Man, we should do a show about him skating mini ramps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the most dangerous person I've ever seen on a mini ramp. Who's a regular mini ramp skateboarder? So I'm like, how are you still alive in one piece if you skate like that? I know. <laughs> when, I, when I was skating, he asked me, he's like, why are you wearing knee pads? I'm like, I always wore pads. And he's like, now I know why you wear knee pads. Yeah, he dropped in. I was like, man, you should put a helmet on as well. <laughs> why? What happened? He ain't fucking playing, man. Like everything he does is full scale. You know, on a mini ramp. Yeah. Like I'm going to do an indie nose pick. Indie nose picks. There's a way to do it where you're safe. And there's a way to do it where if it goes any remotely wrong, you're fucked. Yeah. That's how he does it. <laughs> oh, shit. Also the best he puts all forward. his weight on that truck. And if that truck doesn't <laughs> land right where it's supposed to, fucking look out. No, heads are bad slams that day. And then his 51-year-old ass has to start scrambling to get out of it. And I know about that. Yeah. Falling at 51, like, you know, tit, 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 like if your little foot moves you do to stay safe. Yeah. They're not as good as they used to be. No. I'm a subvert skater that was trying to skate a mini ramp because yeah. I haven't skated vert in years. But you're yeah. inspiring me to actually try to go do that again. Yeah, well, uh, Tony will have you. I know that. He's a uh, a huge fan of people that want to try and drop in on his okay. ramp. Okay. He will let that happen. Yeah. yeah. A little bit sadistic, quite frankly. Because <laughs> I saw him, I saw Mike. He's like, yeah, totally. And I'm like, man, he's just telling that guy totally? Yeah. I, I would tell that guy, don't do it. I saw that big guy drop in on yeah. there. You got a better one. Apparently some guys came to do like a, they had the scientist jackets on. Oh, wow. And they were younger guys, like 25 or something. And they have some show and they're doing like the theory on how it works, how Tony does wow. skateboard tricks. So then they do this shoot. They get him doing this trick or whatever. And they try to explain it or whatever the fuck they're doing. And then one of the guys goes, I skate or I used to skate. Mm. I would like to try and drop in on your ramp. And Tony's like, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and this guy who isn't good enough fucking does go like he dropped in and just fucking boom shoulder block shit his pants holy shit oh. like tony said he he fought the guy farted no he really shit his pants <laughs> but well we're watching he played the video i wish we could play the video holy of this show fuck. but he's all padded up right tied in you padded him up oh yeah yeah helmet okay. all the pads okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. but th dude that ram's 13 foot high it's scary fuck your pads if you fuck up <laughs> the pads aren't helping you but it was a total body slam you know like yeah. the whole body hit and I think he was also nervous as fuck. Of course. You know, the whole time with Tony Hawk and uh, any other day, I probably wouldn't have dropped in on this ramp because it's way above my skill level. Yeah. But we're here and the ca and the camera's on and Tony Hawk's helping me. So Dude. I'll probably make it. It's like, of course. Dude, it's not. It's like if Floyd Mayweather's in your corner, doesn't mean you're going to win the boxing fight. <laughs> so this dude eats shit. Damn. And then they go over to him like, are you okay? And then Tony said he immediately smelled shit. Oh, man. And the guy goes, I farted. <laughs> that's that's that is probably the best way you could play off shitting your pants. Yeah, I that's sharted. not that's not poop. It's a fart. Right, but yeah. Tony said that he kept smelling like farts, oh, and I'm man. like, dude, the guy shit his yeah. pants. Fart. Tony's like, you think? And I'm like, yes. Like, who even farts in an open area where you smell that shit for five minutes? I know that's, that's a, a big poop place. in your pants, dude. Fuck. So the scientist slammed. Yeah, and Tony thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Jason Ellis here talking about liquid death. I drink it all day. My kids drink it. All my friends drink it. 
Everybody on the internet is drinking it. All podcast people are drinking it. Moto dudes drink it. Skateboarders drink it. Metal Rock dudes. Stars, everybody is drinking it. Do you know why? Because it's good. And if you don't, you're not, you don't know you're stupid. You know? Do you <laughs> want to be stupid or do you want to be hydrated and smart? Liquid death. The black can's got bubbles in it and the white can is water. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's water, not beer, no energy, just pure water. Good water, too, from what I've heard. It's cool. It's refreshing. Cans, better for the environment. And people are going to think you're drinking a, a tall boy a beer when you crack one of these open. I sent my kid to school with one of these. Yeah. Took my kid away from me. I'm still <laughs> trying to work that out right. with the government. Well, good so luck sure with that. are they <laughs> that it was beer. But it's not. It's ice cold, refreshing, alpine water, liquid death. They've also got sick T-shirts and stuff, too. They're very funny people. Yeah, and you can get free shipping on all water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash Ellis. That's liquiddeath.com slash Ellis. Or you can grab some at Whole Foods, Sprouts, and even 7-Eleven. Use the code, Ellis fam. We would appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Do you own a phone? Wow, small world. Uh, no matter guys that make products, they could be girls too, sorry. And they have phone cases, phone chargers. To me, I have this phone here and I have this phone charger right here where it sits, it's elegant. It's got a nice weight to it. It has not broken. My children have fondled this thing and it still goes, but it sits on the table and it's classy. It's like the classiest phone charger I've ever had. And if you ever have troubles with phone charge, you lose phone charge, all this, you won't lose this one. And I would get a couple. I'm getting a couple. I get them in my house everywhere because everywhere I go, I can put my phone on a charger because I'm a guy that's thinking I'm always ahead. Never flat. What's what's up? And take a look at this computer charger I'm using right now. Pure military grade Kevlar. Before the show, Kevin tried to karate chop it. Right. Bro broke his hand. I usually karate chop right through everything. I didn't even make a dent on that cable. Yeah, right. nobody is stopping me from keeping my laptop. I shot my crossbow at Michael and it ricocheted. I even uh, I got my my stepdad a Nomad wallet for Christmas, and he's he's still freaking out about nice. it. He got Loves shot it. actually, but thankfully the Nomad wallet. <laughs> right, he had it right there. Yep. Check. And the people at Nomad are Ellis Fam. That's right. So you're you're supporting the show and supporting uh, Ellis Fam. Check out Nomad at nomadgoods.com slash Ellis to see what living the Nomad life is all about. That's N-O-M-A-D-G-O-O-D-S dot com slash Ellis. It's, it's all fun and games when you get to the top and you look down, though, on that. Yeah. For me, it's been a long time since I dropped on a vert. I definitely know I could do it. It'd take a couple minutes. But yeah, for that scientist guy, whatever. Once you get on the top, you look down. It's like, it doesn't matter what you used to do. This is happening right now. He, it's took, like, too, he took too long, too. Yeah. You know the deal. If yeah, you if stand he hesitate, there and look down for too long, it'll fuck you up. Mm -hmm. But that one big dude, he slammed, he bounced back up. That was. Were you there for that one? No, nah, but Tony told me the story about that one. Apparently, the guy called him and wanted to drop in and skates, and he's pretty athletic for how big he is. And apparently, Tony was like, go on the mini ramp. Practice. He's got a street course, and there's you know, quarter pipes. He's like, drop in on this first to yeah. get your legs used to dropping in. So he drops in on there, and Tony goes, uh, you're, you're, you're dropping out too much. You kind of got to stay with it a little more. Yeah. And the guy goes, so I'm ready to drop in on the vert ramp? And Tony's like, no. And the guy just goes <laughs> up on the vert ramp. Wow. And Tony's like, oh, shit, the guy's just going to go for it. And then Tony said again, something, some advice on the deck. And he goes, uh, it was something about not being ready, so just maybe warm up a few more times. And, and the guy goes, so just go for it? 
Damn, and Tony's like, man. no, that's not what I said. And then he just dropped in and, and ate shit. I saw it, man. Really hard. Like just head first. I like just yeah. like pushed. I don't know. Because like, he, he didn't. Tony was like, he's not, he didn't listen to anything Tony said. He was, he could tell the guy had made up his mind that he was going for it. And that's all he could yeah. like summon was just make sure you commit to going for it. I forgot who brought him there too. Was it Rick Thorne or somebody brought him there? I forgot. Cause he was doing kick turns at first. I saw he was pumping and getting warmed up. And then I saw the slam, but somebody brought him there. I forgot who it was. Some other skater he's been chilling with. Yeah. He's been skating with somebody a lot. He's trying to get back into it. Ah, the pro skater. Fuck man. But they're boys. It wasn't Ryan Sickler. I mean, Ryan Sheckler, was it? Yes, I think it was. Right, because Ryan's was. his friend. It was. They're from San Clemente or yep. something like that. So he's been getting back into skating. You're yeah. right. Yeah, but that, if you, you know, you've been skating some skate parks and doing some ollies, it's not vert skating. <laughs> it's not, dude. It's, it's just not. different, you know? Yeah. You're like, man, I got my legs back. I'm like, you haven't got your vert legs yet. And I just, the, I just don't understand why people want to drop in. Don't use the vert ramp first. Yeah. Like use your body, figure out how to pump to the top. That you were saying. With your own momentum. Hit a back then drop in. Yeah, do, yeah. Because in theory, if you if you pump all the way to the top and then roll back in, it's almost like you've dropped in. Yeah. I agree. But instead, fuck faces go straight to the top, put their tail over, stand there and go, whoa, that's a lot bigger than I thought. <laughs> fuck, I don't know if it's a good idea. And then they fucking drop in with their eyes closed because they just scared the shit out of them, <laughs> out of themselves. And then, yeah, boom, bouncing off the bottom. That's why I like shit your pants. I just like those Rollins. So I can yes. practice on those and then I can know if I could do the drop in after, you know? Yes. Yeah, Rollins came after I'd already learned how to drop in. I learned how to drop in. I don't even know if I've even admitted this before, but there was a. <laughs> uh, a ramp that had PVC coping mm. and some guys figured out a way to put a piece of wood with PVC coping on it with rope on the ends of the wood and we'd hang it over the vert ramp. Wow. And you'd run up and put your tail on it and drop in because it was before mini ramps. Wow. So we dropped in like super halfway sketchy. up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was way, if you could do that, you could definitely drop in because it was so sketchy. Yeah. Because you had to run up and get your tail on there and then just commit. Holy shit. But that that day from doing that, then I dropped in. Yeah. I tried to axle in before that and it was the first time I ever did the uh the whip out where you hit your back so hard that you go, mm. you make that noise. And I was like 15. So when Damn. that happened, I was I was like, Am I dying? Because I'd never <laughs> I'd never seen anybody have the wind knocked out of them yet. And it, the first time it happened, it was happening to me. <laughs> so I, I kick in and I'm like, whoop, go, uh, uh, and I'm like, whoa, uh, uh. <laughs> like I'm just making this sound. I'm like, I'm not trying to make that sound. Something's coming out of me. Am I dying? And then it started to wear off. And someone's like, hey, man, you got the wind knocked out. I'm like, fuck. what the fuck is that? Damn. Yeah, definitely. That took me a long time to kick in because of that slam. That one. So that's an axle stall and then yeah, you turn and go. Axle stall and turn in. Yeah, I've tried there were a that. couple of old guys that were doing that instead of tail dropping. Mm -hmm. And I thought it made more sense to me. Yeah. But I it didn't my buddy didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, the first time I dropped in, there wasn't even any I've never dropped in on anything with Vert. And I Good was like, look. okay, this this this'll this'll be fine. It's it's not too tall. If I do wipe out, I'll be able to walk it off. And I did like a a hybrid Mr. Wilson where the board shot out from underneath me, yep. but my back foot just skeeted up like this and I landed on it with my ass and the heel of my shoe 
like went up my ass. Yeah. Damn. And I had a sore bungus for like four days. Yeah. Somehow it always ends up in your ass, Kevin. You notice that? <laughs> yeah, the ass I, are the worst. A, I slammed one time on a skateboard right in my asshole. <laughs> yeah. No, it I, makes sense. I, I've done the ones where your cheek, your one butt cheek stays in one spot. Oh, butt And splitter. then you spread them. Those are fucking horrifying. Once man. again, Tony Hawk, <laughs> I'm proving that he is a sadistic motherfucker. Loves butt, butt splitters. Lo- really? Like talks about how he hates them, but also is the first person to notify you that it happened to him. Wow. Like he'll do it. He's like, oh man, butt splitter. And I'm like, you're getting it right now. He's like, I'm in it right now. Butt splitter. I'm like, okay. Dude, it feels like you rip you. your ass. It feels like you swear you can swear in here, right? It feels like you can rip your asshole. It's fucking Yeah, gnarly. one cheek stays and the other one tries to leave. <laughs> it's <horrible>. not good. <laughs> I do it so many times. You think it feels like fucking scary as fuck. Yeah, several me, times. Tony's saying that he thought maybe he was bleeding from his anus hole. Dude. So he had to like go to the bathroom to check. Like, have you ever done. Fuck. You know, you hit something and, you, and you, you're not in a mirror. Or, so you do the, to see if you're bleeding. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, do a little dab on your fingertips. He did that to his asshole. Because <laughs> <laughs> he thought for sure that his hand was going to come up bloody. Fuck. Man. That's well, how I mean, much the, pain. The level you guys go and the speed you're going. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, I'm, I find it hard to believe that nobody's ever gotten a bloody asshole. I agree. From a butt splitter. Yeah. I'm sure it's happened to somebody, man. No. It has to have. It's not the first thing to rip. Because I've gotten butt splitters before, and I've never come to even a fraction of the level you guys are at. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know if the, I don't know about the speed. It's more the angle to get your ass to rip. I love this conversation. Oh, yeah, how you I land? Days. Well, or, or just uh, what's a popsicle stick too? What the popsicle stick? We get shoved like on oh, your, oh, a yeah. board in your ass, a direct hit. Yeah, or like on your on your Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Like you get the popsicle stick thing. Yeah, you're doing like a flat ground trick. And then the board just goes directly up and lands on your taint, and you get like yes. a little bit of balance yes. on it for a second. The taint. I yep. knew a vert guy that hit his balls on a handrail and was in hospital for a couple of days. His balls were um, like this big. He had to be in hospital for it. Man. I've heard Mark urban Yosef legends about. I'll never forget. I didn't go to hospital, but the conversations of, dude, this guy's balls were like blue, this big. And I'm like, that's a story that stayed with me. I was like, no, yeah. that guy's. And I remember thinking this dude was such a vert guy like me. And I'm like, what a fucking madman for attempting a handrail. Yeah. I was I was kind of impressed, even though he didn't make it. Yeah, I, I used to do freestyle on a Rodney Mullen board. And I used to do pogoing. So I always jam myself up. It would slip and go up there. Yeah, because I do those pogos where I hop on the board. Yeah. yeah. I always fuck myself up on that. Well, that's your fault. No, I love photos. freestyle though. That was my shit, dude. That's weird. I've I entered contests. Say that. I entered contests when I was a kid in the eighties. Freestyle contests. No, yeah, man. That's what I was saying. I got in Thrasher in nineteen eighty four. I got a picture. When did you fucking start skating? I started skating like probably eighty one, eighty two, when I was eleven or twelve. Yeah. So I got in Thrasher for being in a skate contest in Narragansett, Rhode Island, with Fred Smith. Remember Fred yeah, Smith? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So I got second I did place. Did a demo with him when I was sixteen in Australia. I, I the Elva guys let me skate in their demo. Did he have dreads and shit? Fuck yeah, they Damn. did. They all did. I grew dreads back then. I wanted to be like those dudes. I love yeah, that Craig shit. Johnson, John Gibson. <laughs> Craig Johnson. Dave Duncan, who was already like just partying so hard that he was falling off on grinds. And I was back when I was 16 and I was like, how can he even be pro? You know, like just such little shitheads. <laughs> everything's a contest. Yeah. I, I didn't even, I shouldn't have been in that demo. Like I was trying to show up, mm. show them up. And I'm like, that's so disrespectful. Like, it was so cool looking, dude. I know they were at, were they Alva or Dogtown? Because they were from Elba. East Coast. Yeah, but they were so cool. The whole, they were almost like pretty boys, daggers. but kind of gnarly. The daggers, yeah, with the dreads. He's still daggering and, it up. 
Damn. Yeah, he's got a band too, The Loud Ones, Fred Smith. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I saw John Gibson in Utah last year. Wow. Yeah. Like at that Utah demo, just say, hey, man, how's it going? And someone's like, you remember fucking Tex, right? I'm like, wow. Holy shit, dude. And he's like, hey, man. You remember I, start, Bill- I follow him on Instagram now because I was like, oh, I, didn't even, shit. I didn't even know you were around. Yeah. I remember, you remember um, Bill Danforth? Fuck yeah, Badass, dude. Badass, bro. I got yeah. to meet him the past 10 years somewhere. I brought my, I heard he was going to be somewhere and I brought my original deck my wife has, whole setup. He signed it and shit. He was ill, the first shaved head kind of dude. Yeah, like. he he was one of the first guys in Australia too. One of the first oh, wow. pros. Yeah, he did. His move was the fuck. Every now and then he'd make it too. He would do. What is it when you come up backwards? I love this. Fuck. I can't. Um, he come up backwards and he foot plant uh, 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 like a a uh, a uh, 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 gay twist, but a foot plant one. I know and you're talking and about. And he'd take it to rock and roll. Oh shit! So he okay. half foot plant and then landed a rock and roll. So it was a three sixty rock and roll, but with a foot plant in it. Oh shit! And he la- so like land and snap it, you know, because he couldn't do aerials. Okay. But he had like all these weird little layback grinds and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, he was sick. But was they were aggressive. his own thing. Like nobody yeah. had maybe eight of his things that mm-hmm. nobody did. Yeah. Jeff yeah, Phillips too. Was, I love Jeff Phillips. Illus bonuses, bro. That dude was. Um, that's a different. That's a different uh, beast entirely. That yeah. guy, no disrespect to the rest of the guys, but that guy was one of the greatest skateboarders ever. Mm. Like I, I've heard McTwist stories about that guy. Like uh, McGill learned McTwist and then Tony and Jeff Phillips were the, and, and I believe Lester Kasai, Lester Kasai were the first guys to make it after that. Mm-hmm. Lester made a couple, ate shit, stopped doing them. Tony obviously got him down, but he was spinning sideways. But uh who was I just talking about? Jeff Phillips. Jeff Phillips apparently was doing him in Texas with no pads on. Wow. Like he had him He's down. He's a big dude too. Yeah. Because okay. I'd saw him do like a six foot front at Ollie in like 88 or something. Fuck. I was like, that's not even possible. And then me and you talked briefly at that day. We skated about Chris Miller, who I think is very, nobody really talks about him like in their top, whatever. I know you, we talk about him. He's like his indies, his front side, his, his style, the way he twists his shit. Like, it's a weird thing to know that somebody doesn't, because he still rips. Yeah. He wins that. I mean, I don't think he goes in anymore. Or maybe they haven't had it for a couple of years because of the pandemic. But yeah. he wins that uh, the, the Vans Upland pool. pool he yeah. wins that easily. And then the guys in the, the, the pros, the younger guys, say that if he was, if he went in that, he'd fucking win that too. Like wow. Because he, he's still that rips good. Rips it, yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. His he son, is. Zach, is also an incredible vert skater. Really? Incredible. Is he from Cali? Those guys yeah, from Cali? yeah. Okay. I babysitted him when he was two. Wow. Yeah. First child I ever was responsible for. for <laughs> scary, right? I was fucking stressed. <laughs> it's Miller's kid as well. It's the yeah. God's kid. Yeah. And I'm not worthy of taking care of a child. It's stressful. But he lived. Yeah. Made he, it. He's made still it here. I, I, I kept him alive. It's crazy being like a big kid that we are and, we, and, we, and we're also parents. Yeah, but I do you think that's a good thing for your kids? Because I yeah, feel like I mean, that's the thing that I have with my kids is that you can talk to me because I'm you know, I'm not your friend, but I'm definitely a lot more easygoing when it comes to whatever things you're up to. Hundred percent, like, especially all the things you've been through, but also just like your open mindedness and that you are a skater, you're heavily tatted, you're not the typical looking parents, you uh, know, dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I surf or skate with my son. He goes to shows. Like, 
it's a, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting bond, like the generation we're from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish I was a little t- bit more social with the other kids' parents. I'm not. I, I'm not either. And when I go to these right? things, I'm at the okay, fucking weirdo. So much better, dude. I love talking about this. We don't have anything in common. I I've know. tried to do it once at a soccer game. They're like, I'm getting my backyard re- re- uh, renovated. I'm like, eh. I know. I would I, never do that. That's fucking. And lame. like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I used to serve lunch. My son went to a uh, large charter. Couldn't bring it up, you know. And I said we'd have to serve lunch and give our hours there. And so I'd be serving lunch, and they, oh, tattoo man. There was everybody was super cool, but I felt so weird like serving lunch, and but I had to give my hours for the school. And then like hanging out the soccer games, and the parents are like so aggressive on the kids. And I'm just chilling, like yeah, right. have fun, like. They're so serious about it. My son was just having fun, but like, and just trying to, what do you do? Uh, I play music. What kind of music? Uh, I like punk rock. Oh, what's that sound like? Well, I'm like, I'm not as, we're not as melodic as Green Day. We're not as hard as metallic. We're somewhere, we're called hardcore. What's hardcore? Hardcore, is that porn? Is that, like, it's hard to explain. Yeah. It's hard to explain to like a, a normal person in society. At the same time, we are because, you know, we, we own places, we pay our bills, we pay our taxes. Do you know what I'm saying? We are adults, yeah. but we get to do what we love. So I, I feel like that really keeps us young. I don't know. Yeah, because I can tell they can barely understand what it is you do. Yeah. And I think that's it's not that technical. Everybody else understands it. What kind of life have you led where you don't understand that I could skateboard for a living and then be a podcaster? It, yeah. It, people do it. Especially now. I mean, it's pretty more, yeah. And, and tattoos. But the tattoos do throw, I hate saying it, normal people off. Even, even in 2022, you think? Because I feel like now... Yes. A lot of people have tattoos. It's not as shocking well, as it as was for us. As much as us. Yeah. It's a different true. level. Yeah. When you have as much as us, something's wrong. <laughs> and I agree. I think there there was something wrong. But I think at this point, when you're took, looking at a guy who's covered in tattoos and he's in his 50s, he probably figured it out. Of course. Because he's still here. Because the rest of us that look like this, if you don't figure it out, you, you kind of die. Yeah. Because you're doing the wrong thing. I was, You were rebelling against something in your childhood. 100%. Something was powering you that was yeah. you were frustrated with like it's it's kind of like our game like yeah. tattoos the pain of it yeah feels, i'm so addicted feels to like it. your home yeah i'm so addicted to it still <laughs> and i fucking hate it yeah and i look forward to it but then when i get I'm like fuck i can't believe i'm still doing this but then then i just think about more shit like i saw yeah. somebody one of my guys in took a picture of me naked in the shower in europe last summer and i saw myself i was like holy fuck i'm covered but then i saw like a teeny spot that wasn't i was like fuck so i'm some Hyper focusing on that one spot, yeah. like down by my taint area. I'm that's like, where I've led. That's where I like, stuff, like no, dude. Not <laughs> I are right in the my only area I don't have Me is too. in my groin area. Me and too. I just go and get matching taint tattoos, bro. <laughs> tainted love you tats. Get, I'll get my. You get, I'll get your face. You get mine. No, but yeah. Well, I got a mermaid here. the other day because the other day Katie is the person that sh- Katie's has the tattoos where where she's covered. Okay, like in here she's got oh, tattoos, shit, and girl. I'm like. I'm cheating. To yeah. me, I've always felt like I'm cheating because people are like, man, you have more tattoos than Katie. I'm like, nah, because when it gets near my taint and yeah. blood area, I kind of like, yeah, I don't want to get anybody in You have in your there. full ass, everything? Yeah, I got ass tattoos, but I yeah. don't have like in here That's all tattoos. I have. Yeah. So that's all I have is down there. And I got to do it because me too. I, I have these I just white skin showing. Yep. But it's I don't want right. to do my taint. You know, I don't want to do my Johnson. Um, I do. <laughs> I did think about it. I did I think it was to surprise my it. wife. I was going to do a surprise my wife and who's do like. do it though? I got friends who have like sleeves and shit, bro. On their dick? Yeah. Dick sleeves? Yeah, a bunch of people I know. I would do that. Wow. I don't know about a dick sleeve, but I would like one cool thing on my Yeah, dick. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was going to surprise my wife with like a half of a moon or something. I don't, I don't know, because her name is Moon. I don't know. But 
I guess kind of romantic, I guess. I guess, I guess. <laughs> but it's like, and I, I've signed all these. It's also pa- very confident. I, I said I never tattoo my hands. I have all this signed things I wrote. Toby Morris, 2015, this tattoo shop. I'll never get tattooed again. Like I kept trying to stop. I don't know why I was trying to give myself all these rules. And I made a deal with my wife. I never do why my hands. Why did you stop? I don't know, man. I just, I just went crazy. I, I can't stop. This is my, I, I don't use the word addiction because that's a serious word. It, I love this. I can't stop doing this. You know what I mean? And I'll, oh, I'll, I'll go over shit. I'll go over shit. I'll get something. Uh, I did laser a couple of times. That shit sucks. Yeah. It's brutal, dude. Yeah. I never, my, my daughter, I made my daughter do it because she tattooed herself. Mm. And I was like, you're getting that lasered off. How old was she when she did that? 16. Yeah. My son wanted to get hand poked in high school. And I was like, she, dude. That's what she did. She you can go to any tattoo. Like, look, me and you could connect them with any tattoo artist in the world they wanted. But I I'm like, why do you want to do that? She get a tattoo a year early, but it has to be from my tattooist. Totally. And she fucking stick and poke some deformed skull on the back of her leg. I was like, wow. what the fuck? So, so yeah. she made, you made it get her uh, taken off? I made her laser. She did two. Little, they're like real little on the back of her ankle. And I made her go laser treatment. And I watched the laser people not do as good a job as I know they could do. Because I'm like, oh, I see what you're doing. You're making us come in and come More, in. More. They do that, dude. Yeah. And I was like, that's offensive. And I'm like, they're <laughs> they're they're dull enough now to do a good tattoo over it. Yeah. So for her 17th birthday, fucking, I know she her friends watch the show now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she may or may not get a tattoo. Who knows? Well, she, she bummed. You made her take it off. She bummed about getting lasered. Yeah. And then I took her to my tattoo guy, so she want because she wants to hang out and yeah. get in the know. And then he, then all the tattoo guy goes, they all go, "That's oh, not bad." I'm like, "Motherfucker, don't say it's not bad. It's bad." <laughs> and then they're all laughing at me because I'm trying to tell them <laughs> to tell her that her tattoos are bad. <laughs> no, oh, the skull's pretty good. I'm like, dude, stop. It's a thing though, man. They do in the back of the classrooms and stuff. My son yeah. was telling me it's fucking. Yeah, Katie crazy. said that the new thing is shitty tattoos, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, People that are actual tattooists that are popular now because they suck. Oh, wow. Well, the single needle stuff, right? It's, like the, yeah, it's yeah. stuff that, what is it, Katie? Well, there are a lot of people doing like just stick and poke. Yes. Just like hand, you know, no machine involved. But then there's also people getting stuff with machines, just True. really simple looking like something you would just doodle on your notebook. And yes. like, that's the only thing that people are getting now it's blowing my mind yeah it looked like, like right. pete davidson and like the soundcloud Who, rappers and shit who's yeah. getting his removed supposedly it's, it's oh supposedly, really yeah yeah but like this i know she's saying like little words or just lines or stick figures and yeah. almost like maybe jail style tats i don't know it's it's interesting when i was in high school we used to just sneak off and pierce each other you pierce yourself Which, yeah i i got my buddy you know this was uh i don't know 98 so it had different connotations back then, but he pierced my tongue wow. with a, a safety pin. Oh. Jesus. So he he held my tongue out and he was like, you ready? And I'm like, uh-huh. And he fucking jammed it through oh, and my, my tongue slipped out of his grip. So, you know, you feel pain like that. Your first instinct is to pull away from it. So I tried to pull my tongue back in my mouth, but I had a big safety pin skewering it. So it like clinked on my teeth and oh, stretched fuck. out. And then he was looking at it. He's like, oh, dude, it's... It's it's crooked. I got to redo it. And I was like, oh, leave it, leave it. I don't care. And he's like, too late. Already took it out. Flaff! Puts it through again. And then he had a, a spare barbell from one of his old piercings that he put lined up with the bottom of the safety pin <sighs> and shoved that back up through. Fuck and that. obviously that thing's wider than a safety pin. Yeah. So it like retore it all over again. Sounds horrible. Yeah. And my tongue swelled up like a, like a tennis ball. Like, Did like you take it eat. out? 
Or did you actually get it to stay? Yeah. It stayed. It healed up. It stayed. And then my sister told my mom, hey, I saw something shiny in Kevin's mouth. Oh, damn. And I got busted. I had to take it out. Damn. She snitched on you. Yep. I love how you <laughs> thought that you were going to get away with the fucking barbell in your tongue for the rest of your life in front of your parents. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They'll oh, never shit. see it. I never pissed anything. Yeah, I've never done it. Yeah. This is my nose probably, I think, in the 90s. You did it. No, I said it done. Okay. Whatever. That was the thing in the 90s. Early 90s. One time I got my nip, my nipple pierced because I walked past a tattoo shop and there was a hot chick in there doing piercings. So I went in there and got my nipple pierced by her. And how was that experience? <laughs> it wasn't as cool as I thought it would be. Did you fuck her? No, she wasn't into me. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no. Did you, keep it, did you keep it in after and kept it for a while? Nah. Wow, that's a sick move. It's yeah. a serious move. She was hot. Mm, I feel you. And I was bored. Okay. Those two are lethal. Mm, yeah <laughs> I let my buddy pierce my taint once that was a bad idea you win you're joking right no, no I swear it's the weird yeah are you for real yeah and he he actually worked at a tattoo shop as their resident piercer so they conspired behind my back when I said I was going to do this and pierced it with I think like a 6 gauge or an 8 gauge so when he pulled the tube out to actually pierce my taint it was as thick as a number 2 pencil and I was like, get the fuck away from me. Get dude. the fuck away from me. He's like, dude, you're committed. You have to do it. So I just, Holy I just let him. Your friends are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> that was super painful. I love how he's like, it's oh, not yeah. working. No, no, no. You're good. We're committed. Like, <laughs> I'm committed, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. It's my taint. How about no? <laughs> fuck, maybe I should tattoo mine if you did that. It wasn't that bad, huh? Damn. Fuck. It's, it's Wait, did you say you tattooed, you tattooed bit. your taint? No, I'm saying like, we have, that's the space we talked about. I know. I, I don't know if I would tattoo my taint. Yeah, like what's into the, point? the taint area, but like a taint tattoo. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, yeah. I just don't know what I'd put there. I know that's the thing. I have so much. I don't know what to put there. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Put a spider wherever. So I don't fucking. Oh uh, yeah, because my yeah, ass is all point. spider. Webs. I do like. I've seen a couple of girls that have like spider webs, like uh, t or tattoos around their asshole. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. and it makes much. me feel like oh man, that spot is available. So if you don't, do it, you're not really entirely tattooed. Mm. And I use my butt a lot now, so it would be like cool to have pictures on it. <laughs> <laughs> you get, what's what's that weird squiggly language shit that's on the the ring from Lord of the Rings? Have pictures on it, <laughs> yeah, because it's like brings some more action to the to the game, you know. Whoa, uh, cool bonus, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got my I got my whole ass spiderweb. This shit was gnarly, dude. Wait, you did? Yeah, my whole ass is a spiderweb, but I got two ports. I got um, I got Prince on one side and Robert Smith on the other. Nice. Wait, and where's the spiderweb? <laughs> All around it. How far does that go? Goes deep, dude. Except for that area, it goes in. Oh, okay. It goes into the so you're pretty yeah. close. Yeah, shit sucked though. You don't think the ass would hurt? It's brutal, man. It was brutal. Yeah, my ass tattoos hurt a little bit. Yeah, and my shit gets swollen, my glands and shit. Whatever. Did uh, you ever that happen to you? No. Nah. You get have, like, tattoos down there. It gets like all swollen. Oh, oh, it's called down there, but yeah. Yeah. I have my armpit tattooed. The first night of a tour with um this band Alkaline Trio, a newfound glory. We're gonna go on tour for like five weeks and it was like 16 shows in a row and Juan Puente up north he did my armpit he did a spider web and I had a show I had shows in a row I, just, I don't know why I did it that day and I had to play shows so I had plastic on my arm trying to sing jump around it was all swelled up it was fucking gnarly but it was a great tattoo it came out great didn't get infected? no right. and that was before the Tegaderm stuff too yeah I don't know why I did that shit everybody wait the numbing stuff? no the stuff you put on now for a couple of days you take it off it's like new oh, skin I get rashy with that mm. so I can't do it yeah, if some I leave people it on have for a couple that. of days, I get a rash from having it on for a couple of days. Oh, I haven't gotten that at all. Yeah. Is that 
super new? It's, and that's been around for a couple of years. You have to yeah, spray, you're supposed to spray it. alcohol around it first or something, Eric, because you can't get rashes and shit. Yeah. It's kind of gnarly. Katie doesn't get the rash, and I do. I don't know. I, I, I love it. I love it to be able to like, still work out and have a brand new tattoo. Or They all heal differently now. Yeah. I know. I feel like people are just more professional in how much they apply the ink. I feel like back in the day, it was a lot more about being in pain. So your tattooist was like a frustrated, angry person. Yeah, heavy-handed. Was, yeah, being super heavy-handed. So you would bleed a lot more. Mm. Like I would be bleeding all over the place and the scabs were crazy. Yeah. And now, like I just got this whole inside of my leg done, big fucking mermaid. It didn't it flake for like a day, but lightly. Like yeah. I, I moisturized it and then that was it. You don't put stuff on it? Really? I just yeah, I put cream on it, but yeah. I take that thing off because I'll just get rid of it. Yeah, my up. wife, my wife dry heals all hers. It's fucking hard. It's fucking like, how do you do oh, that? Wow. It's dry. What do you she mean? She just put nothing on it. She just lets it go, man. It's crazy. Some people do that. But it works. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like A&D, women, all those like oily type things you had to put on yourself. Neosporin early, early on. But yeah. I don't miss any of that shit. No, I I got my my whole side done once years ago. And the, this was when the guy was still telling me, you know, put Aquaphor on every oh, day, yeah, like Aquaphor. multiple times a day yeah. for a month. <laughs> and it blocked all my pores. Oh yeah. So I broke out in all these gross, like razor burn looking Ugh. zits. All I look like a zombie. It's fucking disgusting. Dude, I would never expect this guy to be the tatted up, fucking pierced. Yeah, he's every, odd. yeah. He just he's yeah. Guy. Why do you think he's on the show? He's just yeah, a really mild manner. I like it. I like it, man. It's interesting. I'm kind I, of a dumbass. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> we need. I don't, I don't see that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> the smart guy is not on the show today because he got COVID. But the rest, yeah, so it's, you're just on the dumbass show today. Oh, I would expect Ellis to have his taint. Pierce, honestly, not you. Not hey, you. Fuck you, Toby. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all about the misdirection. Never even thought about it. Okay. All right. Okay. But yeah, see, no, nothing showing. I like that. Like, like secret, secret guy. I like. That. I got a staph infection off a tattoo once. My whole arm. Ooh. This one with the the see the all the the smoke stuff. Uh huh. So I had the all the tattoos, and then he was like, "I'll I'll fill in all the gaps with the smoke and lightning," and the gray had something in the in it that uh, was infected mm. so three days later i'm like why do i look like i got like little pimples starting to show up and then it my whole arm started to go red Ooh. started to hurt went to the doctor he's like you got staph Fuck. so i had to be on antibiotics and i remember telling the tattoo guy he's like i don't get it mm. maybe like maybe the water or he couldn't explain what it was but- sometimes white ink does that too it fucks me what up does the white ink oh. back then or red ink would stay like swollen or rises up sometimes. Oh, yeah. I knew From somebody. back in the day, yeah. Yeah, that was allergic to red ink and they didn't know it and got tattooed and there it looks like scar tissue. It's raised up it's like, true, man. like a Still. centimeter. All the red they got is, yeah. That's kind of cool. There's really something weird. with it. I don't know what it is. Raised tattoos. Is now they got like 3D. Now yep. they got vegan ink. What? Yeah, a lot of things vegan. Wait, there's meat in ink? No, but there was some <laughs> shit. <laughs> back in the day, there was some shit in there. I swear to God. Like what? I don't know, but animal they, products. They have like vegan ink now. I swear to God. Because there was animal products in the ink. Maybe I don't want to. Don't quote me. There was something in it that wasn't. I don't know what it was. I swear to God, we can look it up. I swear. But now there's like vegan inks. Wow. Yes, yeah, so you got vegetables in your skin. It's pretty sick. <laughs> I just can't believe it. I mean, they. I feel like it's I'm sure the ink you got is a vegan. Whatever he's got from the new yeah, guy. Because everybody's using the shit now. Like yeah, organic yeah. stuff and yeah. It's not the same. Twenty no. years ago, getting a tattoo and getting a <laughs> tattoo now is not the same. Yeah, imagine back then saying, can I get some gluten-free <clears throat> vegan yeah. ink, please, yeah. for my tattoo? Yeah, they, don't, so even, they, don't even, they wouldn't even tell you what to do. Like, nah. unless you had a lot of tattoos, you were just vibe the whole time you were in there. 
Yeah. Like my starter years of tattoos, it was like, who the fuck is this guy? What do you want? Idiot. People smoking in the shop yeah. and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Such a different vibe, man. Yeah. You don't get a say. You don't, you know, you don't get a break. <laughs> or sometimes they'll take a break and yeah. then they'll come back and go over the same spot. And you're like, oh. Well, they'll dry wipe you back then. Yeah. They'll spray you oh, down. Oh, yeah. Fucking when evil. I got my head tattooed, there were like a couple of people gathered around just like kind of in awe of how brutal it was because he was super heavy handed. I was like bleeding like a motherfucker. I heard you bleed a lot on top. That's and what I heard. People yeah. were just like, fuck, dude. It was like, I think the first, it's like six hours or something fuck. for the top, the wolf. It was just like, every time the, the gun hit me, I was just holding on to the chair. Like I couldn't get away from it. So it's brutal on the top. It was. 10 times worse than any other tattoo I've ever That's had. That's what I heard, man. I have, I, have, I have like stadium seating right now on the top I haven't touched. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to have to go there soon. But I heard it's brutal, man. Well, I also feel like if you get the new guy, you'll be fine. Yeah. Because the guy that I have now, he did the, the roses on my temple. I was watching fights yeah. on my phone. Yeah. Like he was every now and then he tried to talk to me. I'm like, man, I'm trying to watch the fights. <laughs> light-handed the, and shit right yeah but the other one the wolf oh my god dude it was there was i wasn't watching anything i was holding yeah. on for dear life <laughs> i think some dudes love to be heavy-handed back and i don't know why yeah. it was just like it's like a trademark mm. it stays in way longer in 20 years from now it'll still be there i'm like they almost what are you talking about i want to see the ones that kate was talking about like the how those things last like the single line ones once everybody's getting now how those are going to end up being because it is a huge trend right now, for sure. <laughs> I feel like that started with uh, the Kat Von D super detailed little ones that also were kind of rubbing off a little bit because they were so intricate and mm. light-handed yeah. that they would come off. No, th yeah, there was a, some other guy, too. He's from Texas. I forget his name. He's doing, like, all the original. I forget his name, Sh though. Is it Sean from Texas? That might be him. Yeah, he was the one who first kind of set the whole thing off, I think. Mm. Oh, like, okay. This, this, yeah, fine line stuff. It's is it true? I've never met a lot of people with like palm tattoos, horrible. but do they, is it true that they, they, every couple of years you have to redo it because it just pushes out? I mean, these I got hit twice. That's it. But it's the most painful spot I've done in my body for sure. Yeah. Those 100%. are big. How's your fingers on the inside? Those suck too, but those stayed in pretty well too. Yeah. Uh. But that shit, that's hard. Like the palms. Yeah. You have your palms? No. No. Yeah, I can see. Oh, yeah, that's a good space right there, man. Yeah, Before you do your tank, you should do that. You should <laughs> those. Made me realize that <laughs> you oh, can do no. those. Oh no! Yo, you could do your lower fingers too, and you could oh, do God. that before your taint, dude, for sure. Stay yeah, with, yeah. I look forward to that. You could do like a wolf or something hard on there, bro. It'd be cool. Yeah, that's about all I get these days. <laughs> <laughs> How often um, after you got those initially did you have to go in for like a second blasting? Like a year later or something. I, I was oh, just wow, super really? anal about it. Oh, a little piece. I, I like to shit my, keep my shit nice, so yeah. But it wasn't that bad, yeah. <laughs> Do you think you'll get it done again? Nah, they're pretty bold, if it right? Wears off. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, to yeah. Me, man. I just don't like it. it was It was hard. Yeah, like, it, it's pretty fast to get your palms done, but it's just extremely painful. Yeah, and imagine the healing process afterwards. Yeah, probably a shitty week. Yeah, it's true. Touching things and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if it's under two hours, you can take a lot of pain. Yeah, I notice when it gets to four hours. For me now, it's very tedious. Yeah, I can't do four hours now. It's crazy. You do that now? Four hours? That leg thing was that Fuck, long. Fuck, dude. Yeah, and that last half an hour, I was like, okay, I want to go now. It's plus, <laughs> plus we're older, man. It's so different getting tattooed when you're older, I swear, man. It hurts so, a bit more. Yeah, think? it's way different, man. I really, really feel like it is. I think it's your mindset. Because I feel like there was a time there where tattoos hurt more, and it was because I was less conditioned mm. for pain because I'd had a, a easy run for a while. 
And then I started training and dealing with a lot of pain again, just consecutive. And then started, and then I remember getting tattooed again from the same person. I was like, ah, I might've got a little soft there for a minute. Mm. So I think it's your mindset. I was used to being in pain a lot again. Yeah. And then the tattoo didn't seem to bother me as much. Interesting. I felt like that when I first got tattoos, cause I was conditioned to take a lot of pain. So when I first started getting tattoos, I was like, I don't know what everyone's wanking on about. I yeah. didn't feel it. Yeah. But then there was an error of my back where the guy, the heavy handed <laughs> guy finished my back or did the whole thing. And I was like, Oh, why? But this is really hurting. <laughs> and you don't say anything. You don't mean to say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck. Like, as soon as he started, I was like, God, that really hurts. Yeah. That's odd. Well, the outlines usually hurt more, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's that if you have a really big piece, like you're doing eight hours, you know, the outline is like, man, that really hurt. And then the shading's not as painful. But then fucking eight hours in, that shading hurts more than anything. Yeah. Your skin is just raw from it. You use the cream ever? The numbing cream? Not then. Ever? Now I do. Yeah, I've used it before Yeah, too. fuck, dude, the guy's off. I'm like, hell yeah, put it yeah. on. I, they, at first when I was off it, I was like, no. Me too. They call it cheater's cream back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? I know. Like cheater's cream. Like, fuck, <laughs> who are you cheating? The gods of hardcore tattoos? Like, fuck yeah. them. <laughs> they can but, fuck off. And now they put on the wrapping, like, saran wrap for 20 minutes. Yeah. You're ready. Yeah. Yeah. I did it on my ass because I was dying, dude. I needed some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, spray it. I don't, yeah, I'm not like, oh man, I'm not like I used to be. I'm like, bullshit. I, I got my ribs done back in the early 90s. I, I wish I had that shit back then. It was brutal, dude, just getting that shit done. Yeah, I think I got mine done drunk, so I didn't feel it. Well, I was going to ask you that. Did you get a lot of your tattoos when you were fucked up? Not a lot, because I was under the impression if you got drunk, you would bleed too bleed. much and it would fuck the tattoo. Mm. But I, a couple of drinks. Painkiller and a couple of drinks. Wow. I did stuff like that. Yeah, and it's way different than getting them sober, obviously. I got tattooed in Victoria, Canada by three people at the same time at a tattoo convention. All just <laughs> happened organically. And it's like, I want to be in two. Is that cool, Alice? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> three people at once? Yeah. And it was on the back of the knee and on the back of the hamstring. Big, big ass piece. Oh, the little ditch back here? Yeah. That's the worst. Dude. Yeah, and the guys, a guy comes over who's friends with the other two guys that are tattooing me at the same time. <laughs> And the one guy goes, oh, this guy's really good at writing. Is there any writing you want? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, sure. And then I'm like, Katie, what writing would I want? And we're thinking about a word. And I'm like, fury. Yeah, okay, fury. <laughs> so I've got fury tattooed on the back of my knee. But it was at the same time as these other two guys that were like doing this other stuff. And Katie gave me a painkiller. And I, I remember going, hey. You got another one of those painkillers? Because this shit is starting to get weird. And then the last, I remember the last half an hour, I was like, this is fucked. Damn. But I just, you know, there's a group of people walking around. Like, yeah. How's that going, man? It's three guys in the back and he's got to be pretty painful. I'm like, yeah, I didn't barely feel it. <laughs> I'm like, fucking liar. <laughs> this is hurting like a bitch. Do you have ones that you want to get covered up or removed or anything? Fuck or no? no? Yeah. I don't do that shit. Yeah. I've made my mistakes with women. That's the only covers I've ever done. Mm, okay. My next now, one's going to be a cover. Your what? My next my next tattoo is going to be a cover. Yeah, because gotta, you have really bad tattoos. <laughs> I do. Yeah. But they're not even, they're like embarrassed. Like, what do you got? What are you going to cover up? He's got jizz tattooed on his fucking leg. You covering that? Yeah, that's that's going to be call. the cover. Who yeah. is this guy, man? How, he fucking, how did Jason <laughs> tell, find tell Toby your stupid what? story about how you got cum tattooed on your well, leg. How did Jason find you? I just want to know about this. How do you guys know each other? Sirius XM. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool. All right, gotcha. So I... I <laughs> Come on, you guys. 
I used to work at McDonald's and like anytime me and my buddies It's already off to a great start. Right? Yeah. Totally. That's how all bad t- bad tattoo yeah. stories McDonald's. Yeah, when I was like 19, and anytime our bank account went above like two hundred dollars, we were like, okay, we're gonna go blow it on tattoos. And smart. You know, I was I was Young Investment. and stupid and didn't put much thought into it. I was just like, tattoo, immediately cool. I don't have to put any further thought into it. So we would go to this tattoo shop in Jersey. Oh, you're from and, East Coast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we Wait, would, that, that says a lot. Different. That says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it like weed in the 90s? <laughs> East Coast I knew he was not from here. California I, had the chronic and I was like, man, I am never smoking this. <laughs> I knew you weren't from California. But I yeah. knew it for some reason. Okay, go ahead. So, so I, we would just picture it off the wall. Yeah. I, I like I didn't even know you could go in there and say like, hey, I want this. Yeah. Do this for me. Yeah. Do this custom thing. Fair enough. I thought you had to pick shit off the walls. So that's what I did. I would always pick shit off the walls. And I saw this one that was like this red flaming pissed off skull looking thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. I'm going to get that on the back of my leg. And the guy, you know, he puts the stencil on and he starts outlining it and he did it in black ink. Yeah. Because it was on the wall. It was in red. And when he finished the outline, he was like, do you want the other little sperms in there too? I was like, the little sperms? What the fuck are you talking And I looked back at it. I was like, oh, shit. Now that it's in black ink, I see it's not flames. It's sperm. And it's one big oh angry God. sperm <laughs> down the middle. Dude, that was on the got, wall? They got faces yeah. on the end of him. Like, yay, I want to go in a vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Who the fuck did that flash? What the fuck? I was like, okay, yeah. Throw the other little sperms in there, too. Let's go for it. Holy shit, dude. It's easy, dude. I've never heard of a sperm <laughs> tattoo yeah, on a right? wall. And this guy's got his complete body covered. And I know. You've got it's, it's on your leg. It sucks. Look at this. He's got and it's only it's one, one tattoo on all that bright ass skin. leg. Yeah, you got to go. Wow. Yeah. You need to it, go. It could be a lot of things, but yeah, sperm is crazy. Yeah. When it was in red, it looked like fire. You could cover that up easy, was, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your worst tattoo? Like the one that I think that's silly? Yeah. Mm. One the yeah, you're like, this is this was dumb. Stink. I have a, my, one of my calves. I have a whole uh, picture of E.T. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> it was my Do you favorite. still really like E.T.? It was my favorite movie growing up. What about now? <laughs> I mean, looks if a I, bit silly now, doesn't he, Toby? <laughs> kind of look like a rubber doll, really. I'll, I'll keep it 100 with you. If I still watch, I still get emotional when, I, when he's in the river. No! And he's all white. And he's, and he's like, dying. Yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> it, it, brings, it brings me back to my childhood. Yes, I will laugh to dying, E.T. <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking emo bastard. But he has Don't a, give up, E.T. You can do it. <laughs> but he's got like, he has like a chain wallet on. He has like an E.T. Toby, E.T. help me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite shit growing up. Anyway, I got E.T. Yeah, that's kind of silly. I guess that's my silliest one. Oh, he's got a pinky ring on. Oh, it says bling fuck, bling. I love that one. It's so pretty. Good. I'll show you after. It's pretty e. silly. E.T. is the fucking man. Which one is it? Is he like doing a phone home or is he, he in the is. basket on the BMX? No, no, no he's phone home. Because that would have been cool. <laughs> BMX basket tattoo. I would have gone for it. But fucking just him phoning home. I know. I love that. Up. I don't know why. I loved that movie as a kid. Oh, anyway. man. I, we, have to, we have to wrap up. Okay. I, we've gone over an hour. So. Okay, awesome. Thanks for being here, Toby. Thanks for having it. me. I can't wait to hang out with your ET tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what's your podcast for people? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. One Life, One Chance podcast. Nice. And then you, you got a children's book. Can people get that? Yeah, you can get the book at uh, h2omerch.com. I released my first children's book through this company, He Creative. Basically, it's songs from my band and then narrations of the songs where the songs were inspired by. Yeah. Oh. It's fun to make. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So where the pictures represent the song, what it's about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? I'll read it to you later. 
Um, <laughs> I'm stoked to skate with you again. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a podcast coming out, me and you, that we did mine. I'm still for that. Yeah. Very happy to be on there. Nice to see Katie again. This is cool, man. This is awesome. Thanks yeah, for having me. You do me. great work. You're a great person, man. Thank very you, man. happy to have met you and, and yeah. I look forward to Thank being you, your friend for many years. You're, Thank you're a you, great man. guy. I feel good about I have a connection towards you. It's interesting, yeah. It is weird, right? Because yeah. I feel like I saw you with Cab and I was like, eh, good for those guys, fucking hippies. You know, probably because <laughs> Cab's like so painful to me. I love him. I adore him. But he's like, I'm doing drawing day. And I'm like, worst day ever, drawing day. You know, he's like, I'm in a punk rock band. Worst day ever going to see your <laughs> punk rock band. <laughs> so I'm like, he's hanging out with Toby. That guy's probably the worst guy ever to hang out with. And then I see at the mini ramp and I'm like, this guy is fucking awesome like <laughs> i am you, all about you without you, you even talking i was like you skate like that you're fucking down with me dude and thank you you're an awesome guy, and i love so. you said yes you like you're trying to be more open open-minded to positive things in your life inspirations not just shutting them out yeah you yeah know, i actually had one that happened this morning hume the <laughs> deodorant guys that uh i invested in it's great deodorant they don't use any animal products yes they asked me to go on a live workout this morning uh, to watch one of my other team people do a workout and promote the new scent that's coming out. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I go on there and I'm like, and then I go back and I go, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. They're like, you just make some comments. I'm like, you got me up at eight in the morning to make a fucking comment on a workout <laughs> video. And then I see the other people from Hume going, get it, girl. You can do it, girl. And I immediately start thinking to myself, morons <laughs> look at you upbeat fucking idiots i am not going to be a part of this and then i caught it in my head i was like wow you're still a natural born negative shithead like mm. these guys are having fun they're fucking she's working out being positive yeah. fucking say something but and then I you could... typed out yes queen <laughs> <laughs> I, well, know, well, I said does it make you is it, is it going to make me more attractive? Because I couldn't think of anything positive. I just had to make a joke. <laughs> but, when, but when I look at you, what I told you in the pod is that when I look at you, I see somebody who fully tatted, you're your own boss, you, you get to do what you love, you've been through so much shit, you're in a great space with your lady, with your pods, with everything, you're skating again with Tony Hawk. You live, from the, I mean, you live in a dream and it's like you, you worked your ass to get where you're at. So you have every reason to be happy. You're in a great place. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's when I see you, I get that energy from you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because that's how I felt. You fucking deserve it. You deserve to be happy. And I wasn't happy. And I'm like, that's not, you yeah. can't live like this. Like yeah. anybody else in your shoes would be fucking pumped. Yeah, I, I think. And now it, I am. Yeah, you deserve to be happy and embrace like what you're doing. You know what I'm Thanks, saying? Toby. And Kate, one more I have a question for Kate. When does this guy sleep? That's the only question I want to ask. Like, how many hours does this guy sleep a night? What? I'm not that. Because this guy is doing like three podcasts today. Sorry, doing some live shit. You're doing so much shit. Like, does he sleep like five hours? <laughs> he, you know what? When he does sleep, he, he has to take sleeping pills to, mm, to shut his brain off. Yeah. And then he just kind of conks out. And then he wakes up early again and grabs the phone and he's right back in it. Okay. But so there, there is a point in the night where I can tell he's sort of like shutting off to like have the self-care of not doing anything. Mm. It happens around like, 10 o'clock, I would say. Okay. So he gets there almost six to seven hours, maybe? Yeah. Tops, yeah. I, I get seven at least, right? Yeah. I wish I could get eight. It's so important. Sleep's so important, yeah. dude. I wish I could get eight. It's very rare. And if yeah. I get eight, it's usually because I'm exhausted, which means I get eight and I still wake up tired because I was exhausted. Mm. So there's never this big payoff of eight hours sleep and I'm like, refreshed. It's yeah. just, it's, day, it's the other stuff I do when I'm awake. If I'm really tired, I'll try and meditate or I'll start trying, I'll, you know, I'll sauna, try and sweat it out. I, you know, cold plunge, wake myself yeah, up. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll do things to fight back. 
It's not that I don't. You, I love how you make him sound like I just a workhorse. He doesn't stop. He's no, like, but you always one hour a day. Did you know that? He's like a nocturnal beast. <laughs> no, but you're always doing really. something. You're working out. You, if you, you know what I mean? You're always doing something. It's awesome. Sometimes I sit on the couch I and know. smoke dabs. I told you that too. So it's not that fucking hardcore. <laughs> you should see me on that where I just go, uh, Netflix, Netflix. I want to hang out with you on that sometime. No, you don't. Interesting. No, you don't. Thanks for being on the show, Toby. Thanks for having me. We'll be back next week, everybody. Uh, like and describe. Check out that Patreon shit. Don't die. Blimp, blimp, blimp. Blimp. Thank you, guys. If you want more Jason Ellis show, sign up for their Patreon at patreon.com slash ellismate for a two-hour show every Tuesday and Wednesday. To watch full episodes of the Jason Ellis show, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash the Jason Ellis show. And don't forget to follow the crew on Instagram at Wolfmate, at Tollywood, at Kevin Craft, at Underwearwolf, and at The Jason Ellis Show. Close your eyes. It's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like. Whether your business is bedsheets or skincare, Shopify's with you every step of the way. Now, open your eyes. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.